Please be seated. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, comfort, console, and strengthen us with these words today, that we might find your joy in the midst of our grief. Amen. In this final chapter of Isaiah, chapter 66, from today's Old Testament reading, God is calling out to the people, to Israel. They have been in mourning, and God is calling them to rejoice, to be glad. They have been mourning the overthrow of Jerusalem by the Babylonians, the destruction and the desecration of their sacred temple, their occupation, and subsequent deportation and exile. These are tough times for the Israelites. During this time of unimaginable national agony, God is calling for rejoicing. Huh? Are we missing something here, God? One of the daily devotions that I read comes from the forward movement. You may know them from the little forward day-by-day booklets. They also have an app and it's geared specifically for students and people who work with young youngsters, with youth. And it's called D365, and I commend it to you. This week's author, Valerie Lott, she helped me to understand better what's going on here in Isaiah 66. She says, Isaiah 66 calls for rejoicing, celebration, and joy for the people who have just experienced great loss and hardship. So it may seem hard to believe that scripture is asking them to celebrate, but the verses do not ask the people to embody joy and celebration at the cost of ignoring or forgetting their hurting. The verses hold both things to be true. There can be joy and mourning, comfort and sorrow. The work God sends us out to do can be challenging, especially amidst a hurting, mourning, grieving world, she says. And it may even feel irresponsible to have joy amidst the hurting, but, God's gift of joy can be a part of what we turn to for strength on our journey. God's gift of joy can be a part of what we turn to for strength on our journey. With everything that's been going on in our world lately and that continues to go on with no real clear end in sight, Today's prophetic words from Isaiah about the power of joy and celebration in the midst of anger, pain, and suffering, they hit home. In times of despair, it's never as simple as just believe or have faith or pray harder. No. In fact, these sayings do more harm than good. As Episcopalians and Anglicans, we believe in God's gift of our minds and the science of psychology to help us as we struggle through traumatic times. We mustn't ignore, compartmentalize, or make light of the very real distress and anxiety 
that many people in the United States and around the world are feeling right now. And we know that it's a healthy thing for us to express our feelings, to, to get them out, to name them and claim them. It's okay to get angry. It's healthy to grieve and to lament injustices in our world today. And we are called to align ourselves as Jesus did with those who find themselves outside the power structures of society. These are the same groups of people that Jesus recognized, Jesus invited, Jesus healed and restored. And we are called to do likewise. Last week, I celebrated my first baptism at our Spanish service of Aitana Fabiana, four-year-old young girl. And it was a thing of beauty and joy. During the service, we were all invited to renew our baptismal covenant. And these questions that are asked of us and our responses, these communal promises, they rang out truer than ever during these times. Proclamarás por medio de palabra y el ejemplo las buenas nuevas de Dios en Cristo? Will you proclaim by word and example the good news of God in Christ? Así lo haré con el auxilio de Dios. I will, with God's help. Buscarás y servirás a Cristo en todas las personas, amando a tu prójimo como a ti mismo. Will you seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving your neighbor as yourself? Así lo haré con el auxilio de Dios. I will, with God's help. Lucharás por la justicia y la paz entre todos los pueblos y respetarás la dignidad de todo ser humano? Will you strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being? Así lo haré con el auxilio de Dios. I will, with God's help. And this is what we are called to do today in our world during these times, to seek and serve Christ in all persons, to love our neighbors as we love ourselves, all of our neighbors, to strive for peace and justice and to respect the dignity of every, every human being. And this important work that we are called to do and that we do is never done alone. We do it in community, and we do it with the help of God through the power of the Holy Spirit. And so today, I want to encourage you to grieve, whatever and however that looks like for you. Your feelings are just that. They are your feelings, and they manifest themselves in many different ways, in our bodies physically and in our minds and in our spirits. And so be aware of that and take time for that. Honor it. Recognize the effect that it's having on you and on those around you. And bring those feelings into conversation with others. Listen well and ask others to listen carefully to you. And then perhaps just be together. Just sit together 
in silence. Allow space, allow presence, dwell in that experience. And bring those feelings to our loving God, a loving God who knows us so well, who understands intimately our human struggles and emotions. And come together like we have done here today. This is how we are created and this is what we are created for. And we see this, our relational God in the Trinity, the lover, the mother, father, God, lover, the beloved Jesus who receives this love and love itself, the Holy Spirit flowing in between the three. This is the model and example for us and of our interconnectedness. We need to make our way through this tough life together. We have to make our way through this tough life together in community. And that's what we're here for. That's what we're doing at St. Mary's. We come together to sing and to praise, to hear and respond to God's word, to ask God to care for us and for our hurting world. And we ask for forgiveness, forgiveness for the evil that we have done and the evil done on our behalf. And then we come together, all of us invited, we come to the table and we come to be reminded we are forgiven. We are restored, nourished, renewed, and connected with Christ and one another in the Eucharist. And so today, I invite you to find strength, hope, and encouragement in these words of God to the hurting people of Israel and to begin to envision and to dwell in this joy that is ours when we give ourselves into God's loving care. Isaiah 66, thus says the Lord, rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her, all you who love her, Rejoice with her in her joy, all you who mourn over her, that you may nurse and be satisfied from her consoling breast, that you may drink deeply with delight from her glorious bosom. For thus says the Lord, I will extend prosperity to her like a river and the wealth of the nations like an overflowing stream. And you shall nurse and be carried on her arm and dandled on her knee. As a mother comforts her child, so I will comfort you. You shall be comforted in Jerusalem. You shall see and your heart shall rejoice. Your bodies shall flourish like grass. Sweet. Unfortunately, we don't get very many images of our loving mother God in our lectionary for Sundays, but they are there, witness today. And if we look, we can find more of them in scriptures. Rejoice and be glad. As a young child is fed, satisfied, and bonded to her mother in the most intimate way through breastfeeding, so God invites us into her care as we too yearn to be consoled, drawn, and held ever so close. 
And God promises prosperity flowing like a river and good things like an overflowing stream from our mother who will nurse us and carry us in her arms, propped on her hip, bounced on her knee, safe and secure in her lap. As a mother comforts her child, so will God comfort us. We will see and our hearts will rejoice and our bodies will flourish, shoot up and grow like the greenest of grass after Oregon rain and sun. And people will see and they will know that our mother God is with us, loving us, feeding us, caring for us during these toughest of times. Siblings in Christ. I pray that you may take these images of our loving parent God with you today. Yes, our grief is very real. And so is our hope, our hope in the joy that God delights in us as beloved children. I close today with a blessing from Terry Stokes. May God console you. May God affirm you. May God shepherd you. May God delight you out of the inexhaustible stores of her divine love and joy. Amen.